The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Andy who's with us for Tech Tuesday. So tell us, we're a step for closer to the common universal charger. Big story, Matt. And this finally concludes this path that the EU have been on, whereby there was agreement about ensuring that phone chargers are unified across the EU, which means that we will all use the same type of phone charger. And today, this has now um, been approved by the EU. So from 2024, that will be USB-C, which most people with a newer Android phone, that's the type of charger they will have. So that's the one that we're going to adopt. But it will mean that Apple, who currently still have their own proprietary charging or charger on the current iPhone models, means they'll have to change. But this is great news. It means one charger going on holiday. It means, you know, no more repairs to individual chargers. And also, um, a couple of years after that, we'll have a unified charger for laptops, which will also be good news. You just preempted my question. This is only for mobile phones so far, is it? Only for mobile phones. And say, it's interesting because Apple, as a last word listener pointed out to me an hour ago, Apple have uh, USB-C, say, on the new iPads. But they've held out on the iPhone. Kind of surprises people because it means that, you know, they're now going to have to have a new technology that will be for sale in Europe. But for as consumers, this is great news for us. So you'll have different iPhones in America and in the European Union? Apparently so. Okay. But it'll only be for new. And then what happens if you have backward compatibility, as they say? You'll probably get charged a fortune to replace an old plug to go with the old phone, if that's what you want to do. Well, it's probably, you'll still be able to buy them. And of course, it's a little bit like the car spares parts business. There's a long tail in buying spare parts for phones and spare chargers. But as consumers, this will come in in 2024. And it just means your bag um, won't be laden down with chargers. It means a household will be able to share chargers easily. It's good news for us. Yeah, listener says, did they not do this already a few years ago? No, I think they've been talking about <laughs> yes. it and it's only finally got the approval today. Okay, there's one here I'm sort of wondering if we should even be mentioning it because I'm sure hard-pressed retailers all over the country are not going to be particularly happy to hear that Amazon is doing a second Prime event this year. And it will be, I think, uh, October next week, October 11th and 12th. Very unusual steps. First time they've ever done this. They are having a second Prime Day event. Amazon, of course, will say that it's good for consumers. Cost of living crisis coming up to Christmas. This is actually a great time of year to have a Prime event. Amazon are probably a little bit concerned that online sales mightn't be as good as previous years. And certainly I would say that if you have an opportunity to buy locally, you should. But I would say there there are a lot of Irish companies who sell on Amazon and who've become very good at it. A couple of cosmetics companies and a couple of clothing companies who've made an international reputation from selling online uh, via Amazon. And of course, now we are not just that, but we're also supporting Amazon jobs in Ireland with the new distribution centre in Ireland. So it will be October um, 11th and 12th. It looks like it's going to be similar deals to the ones we saw in the year. And so what I would say, it's a chance to look out for good bargains. And if you do need something for Christmas, good time. But that'll come and then in November we'll have Black Friday, won't we? We will. And of course, retailers do want us to spend our money um, as soon as possible. Um, November. But the retailers have sort of reacted to Black Friday by doing their own offers in stores. Maybe they'll have been caught a little bit on the hop by the fact that they're now maybe have to compete with Amazon again in October. Yeah, I think they're probably surprised and disappointed by it. But if they do react, we might see earlier offers around Black Friday, kind of pre-Black Friday deals, that kind of thing. So again, for consumers, 
it's not not ba- certainly not bad news. Also Amazon related, it had its autumn hardware event last week and there are new Alexa enabled devices. What did you like the look of? Well, they announced I think something like 11 new devices. There's loads of new Alexas, really clever upgrades to Alexa. So that even the little little Echo Dot, which is a lovely little Alexa device, it will now be able to be used as a Wi-Fi extender, which is a tremendous idea. Um, there's a new uh, Alexa for beside the bed. So if you don't like wearing a sleep tracker, it will keep an eye on your sleep quality. But unquestionably... Sorry, it'll keep an eye on your sleep quality by observing you because you're not wearing anything. Uh, you're not wearing anything. And so so it monitors uh, your, uh, your breathing as you sleep and it will do its analysis. Clever version uh, or clever, clever spin on the sleep tracker. The thing, though, Matt, that really stood out for me was the new Kindle Scribe. And when you and I were talking about back to school tech, I was making the point that the Kindle is a great tool for students, particularly third level, because you can get all your papers onto it. It's a great way to carry around uh, research that you're doing. The Kindle Scribe is a nice uh, 10.2 inch screen, but it comes with a stylus and you can write onto the screen of your Kindle. So you can now annotate the textbooks that you're reading. It's not going to be cheap. It's going to be about 360 euros. And that comes with a stylus. But for students, it sounds like a tremendous idea. How would that compare with an iPad? Price-wise, a lot cheaper, but would it have the same range of uses? Um, It probably has more uses in, certainly for in relation to books, not in relation to computing because it's not as powerful as an iPad, but as a reading device, the screen is completely different. So it's much easier and gentler on the eyes than an iPad is. And big move for Amazon to do this. And I've also seen um, they've hinted towards making lists, calendars. It looks like they're sort of giving us a computer that we might be able to use in the office over time. So that's an interesting development. OK, now when we have Marion McKeown and Cal Thomas with us, we will be talking about Elon Musk's blundering into the Russian invasion of Ukraine and the stupid ideas he's put forward that the Ukrainians are furious with. But you want to talk about other things in relation to SpaceX and Tesla. If only Elon would stay in his lane and do the things that he's really good at. Uh, tomorrow, um, SpaceX um, are involved in a new crew mission with NASA. And this is a remarkable mission. Uh, and in fact, there's actually a Russian uh, cosmonaut on board, Anna Kakina, who's going to join the staff of the International Space Station. What I found fascinating about this is the mission commander is a lady called uh, Nicole Mann, or Duke is her military call sign. She used to be an F-18 fighter pilot. She flew 47 combat missions in Afghanistan and Iran. She's a colonel in the Marines. But she will be the first Native American woman to fly into space tomorrow. And she's leading that mission. So Godspeed all. And what about the Tesla? Tesla is now slow in producing its cars. And Elon Musk has done a bit of deflection from that, hasn't he, with another Tesla product? Well, this is the uh, last week was AI week or, or AI day at Tesla. And so he introduced us to Optimus, the Tesla robot. His dream here is that within a few years, you'll be able to buy a humanoid robot. It'll be priced at about $20,000 and it will be able to conduct manual work. For us, that might be mowing the garden or cleaning the gutters, things like that. But you can see, a little bit frivolous to suggest that, but for SpaceX and for other people, including Tesla, it means that they'll be able to do a lot of manual labour and assembly, so shifting the labour into the robotic workforce rather than the human workforce. Andy O'Donoghue, thank you for joining us for Tech Tuesday. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.